This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. All right, we are back. It is time for our Monday Mortgage Minute. Kurt Rogers joining us now. Kurt, how was your weekend, sir? Mine was just wonderful. I got out there and enjoyed that beautiful weather that we had. Not bad at fun. all. All right, rates are up, but can we still buy homes if we're first-time buyers? Actually, there are some great first-time home buyers, and you're actually going to be able to find some homes. If you want to do Agreed. a little sweat equity, yep. the lender will finance that in for you. If not, if you've got little money down, they have programs out there that will, will give you as much as 5% down payment assistance. Okay. So they can help you get into a home. You can, you can get a home up to 97% loan of value without mortgage insurance. These are all designed for first-time home buyers. One of the things I know we've talked about in the past that we haven't mentioned lately, what does a first-time home buyer look like? Because it's not what everybody thinks, by the way. Actually, most people think a first-time home buyer is somebody with low to medium credit scores and no money down, and um, they don't make a lot of money. And that's not the case. There's a lot of people out there that make good money, but they couldn't get out to buy a home as the market was moving because they didn't have the extra cash besides the you know, 5 or 10% down to pay for appraisal gap. So they couldn't even bid on a home. Hmm. First-time home buyer is basically somebody that would like to buy a home that's got medium to, to, to good credit, um, very little money down, but they make good money and they can afford to. If you're paying 2400 or 2800 in rent, you can buy a home. Yeah, good point. Great point. All right, how do they get a hold of you, Kurt? 720-895-0500, or they can uh, go to my website at aimortgage.net and just fill out an application online. It comes right to me. And by the way, for those of you listening that might be down in Arizona and up in Wyoming, you can do that as well, correct? That is correct. I'm in both those states. All right. Also, what's up on Haystack Help tomorrow, by the way? Uh, we're going to be talking with uh, Pam Bake, uh, Pam Meyer, a friend of mine who needs a kidney. We're going to kind of see if we can help her out there. Nice. And we're going to be talking a little bit about reverse mortgages and some of the some of the things people don't understand a reverse mortgage can actually do. It can increase your savings account, and we're going to talk about how that works. Nice. Kurt, as always, sir, I appreciate it. Always great talking to you. Have a great week, sir. Take care. All right, man. Appreciate it very much. And again, that's Kurt Rogers. You can call him directly. His number, 720-895-0500. With rates on the rise, how do you get the best rate? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Did you know that when you get cash out or your FICO score is below a 740 or you're financing a condo versus a single-family home, it will cost you more in rate and fees? Many lenders are charging more. Stop paying it. At Affordable Interest Mortgage, we have lenders that don't charge. Trying to purchase a second home, or is your loan amount considered a high balance or jumbo? There they go again, charging you more. Take AIM, 
720-895-0500. Let us show you a loan that doesn't charge more. Seeing a low rate but not reading the small print, only to realize all the extra costs and fees? Again, stop. Call 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. Quit paying fees and closing costs that are unnecessary. Get a low rate without all the extra costs. Let us show you how to save thousands. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable interest mortgage. 720-895-0500. Serving Coloradans for over 20 years. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by DORA. Gino's Auto Service, folks, where you can get everything done for your vehicle, t- keep it in top working order. It'll save you money over time. 303-794-6700. Ask about the AC special as well. And that's genosautoservice.com. Gino's is with a J. Now is the time to take advantage of Geno's Auto Service's air conditioning recharge special. We're off to a very hot start to summer here in Colorado. Refrigerant in your air conditioning systems needs to be able to absorb heat to cool your vehicle's interior. But refrigerant gets contaminants, evaporates, and breaks down over time. We use a cooling machine that takes out the refrigerant, cleans it, and we put it back, topping off with Freon at the right level. Stay cool this summer by making sure your system is up to date and ready for this year's summer heat. As members of Colorado Auto Care will back it up with Napa's nationwide 36,000 miles or 36 months peace of mind warranty. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick it up when ready. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. All right, group insurance analysts, for all of your insurance needs, they've got you covered, whether it's uh, health, business, uh, your toys, your house, you name it, they can do it all, e-gia.com, 303-423-0162. Finding the right health insurance plan can be confusing, and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars more in medical costs out of your pocket. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance, and his team of ACA health specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs and at the very best premium. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you navigate through the maze of health insurance options so you get the right plan to fit your needs at the best premium. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local, hands-on service you don't get with a call center or going online. Whether it is a qualified health insurance plan, dental, life, or vision insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100. GIA is an authorized enrollment center for Connect for Health Colorado, the only place you can get an advanced premium tax credit to lower your premiums. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Robert Bork Jr. joining us, as I said earlier. Robert, appreciate you joining us, and you head up the Bork Group, and, of course, your name is very well known among most individuals out there, so I probably don't need to say much else because uh, you are the eldest son uh, of, your, of your father, Judge Robert Bork. So thanks for joining <laughs> us, Robert. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. No, I appreciate it. And I also know you filled in for somebody else last minute, so I, I appreciate you doing that as well. Warner Brothers and Discovery, the merger there. And I'm a business guy myself, so I kind of watch these things, you know, really with intrigue just to see how things will go down. You, what are your feelings on that whole merger? Well, I thought it was a when, 
well, let me back up. When, I, when AT&T wanted to buy Time Warner a few years ago, it seemed like a reasonable thing to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't see why the government wanted to uh, bring a major, major antitrust case against uh, them for doing that, uh, except that uh, Donald Trump didn't like CNN, which was owned by Time Warner. Um, but ultimately, a judge, you know, looked at the facts, looked at the evidence, looked at the the economics put forward by uh, the government and said, there's nothing there and let the merger go ahead. And what he, and in doing that, what he did was uh, give leave for, uh, for uh, the marketplace to actually work. Mm-hmm. And it worked. And, and within a year or so, uh, AT&T realized they had no idea what they were doing. <laughs> when they, Imagine when that. They tried to, yeah. You know, uh, they didn't know what they were doing when they bought uh, a content company. And the whole thing just sort of unraveled. It's and to, yeah, when, you're a, when you're a delivery company versus the content, it's not one of yeah. the same, is it? No, it's not. Now, you know, I could see, I could see it working, but it didn't work for them. The market, they couldn't do it. The marketplace you know, worked. They sold it to Discovery. And now, of course, uh, people are moaning and groaning about uh, Discovery and t- you know Time Warner uh, making cuts. I think that's what you're talking about, right? They're well, and then there's also the merger between Warner Brothers and Discovery, and there's some members of Congress that you know have warning warning the the uh, you know the the powers that be well, that they, they don't really particularly care about? for it. What are they really mad about? Well, they're mad. Be- did, did they get mad until uh, they started cutting uh, programming that? That was. Uh, I think that's ultimately what it comes program? down to. Yes, I think you are correct on that one. Yes, that's their criticism. Right. And again, um, show me where that's a violation of the law for them to have, you know, editorial control over their properties and saying this one's not making enough money, that one's not making enough money. Uh, we're we have a lot of debt to service here. Right. And you know, and uh, we have to make some cuts. I, I personally, uh, I you know, I'm one of these where I don't personally have an issue with it. I feel like there's more than enough competition in that whole world. And frag, frankly, Robert, get your opinion on this. I almost feel like, as you're in this world, I almost feel like there's too much, too many choices. There needs to be some consolidation. I mean, I, I feel like it's become so diluted that, yeah, if some of these companies don't figure out a way to consolidate some things, they're just not going to exist. They're, their overhead's going to be too much right. to exist. Right. Well, I mean, let's not go back to when I was a kid. I don't know how old you are, but when I was a kid, I had to actually get up out of my chair and change. Well, no, I did too. No, I'll be I'll be fifty eight in a month. So no, I know fully well what you're talking about. I I was the channel changer. Yes, your dad said go change. I was the eldest, like you. So yes, I was the channel changer. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I don't think we need to go quite back that far. But uh, you're right. There's a there's there's a lot of choices, and uh, and 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 you know if they can't carry. The cost of doing that, uh, particularly as a lot of these streaming services are losing subscribers. Right. Well, again, uh, that's because they, you know, and and again, you you know this as well as I, they also have increased competition, which, again, I I believe in competition. Uh I think it's a good thing. But when it gets to the point where there's enough competition, and there finally is now, even on the streaming end of it, where unless they're delivering the best content, they're going to start, yeah, they're going to start losing subscribers. It's happening as we speak. Yeah. So that's what's going on. I, I mean, I, unless there's something I'm not seeing, to me, what the, the jumping up and down and screaming and yelling is about is that basically uh, politically correct shows or, you know, perhaps 
marginally more uh, shows of, of protected classes or, you know, Latina, uh, you know, Latino shows or others are get, are getting cut. And, you know, it, I, and I, I have to believe, I mean, you know, prove me wrong that this is this is a reaction to uh, economics, not to, not to any other bias or bigotry at all. Uh, no, I tend to agree with you. I, I And I think, as I said a moment ago, I really feel like this isn't the end of of mergers and consolidations i mean let's face it either things get consolidated or some of these folks that are in that industry are going to be looking for jobs elsewhere because some of the programming that's going on i i don't know what the i don't know how they even look at some of the ratings on some of these things i know they can look at it by streaming subscriptions and so on whether or not i'm guessing the streaming services you may know more about this than i probably have the ability to know if you know, you and I have watched, you know, Deadliest Catch versus The Firm, for example. They probably know exactly what we're watching and how long we spend doing it. So they have the ability to know all of that. The question that I've got, you know, Robert, though, is when it comes to them paying for all of this, because you and I both know they also make money outside of the subscriptions through all sorts of other deals they put together, including advertising. I've got to mm-hmm. believe, though, once things get so diluted like they are now, how could anybody justify advertising on any of these whether they be networks or subscriptions, because you have no idea who's going to watch your ad. Yeah, I, it, I've wondered that for a long time. I don't know. Uh, and and where... by the way, as, as I consult businesses myself, small businesses, and I, I right now would tell any small business I know, I, I wouldn't advertise on television any way, shape, or form, because the reality is, especially as a small business, unless you know specifically who they're targeting with that particular programming and that you're going to hit your target audience, which... I'm not sure they can deliver that to you, Robert. Why would you spend the money? Yeah, I mean, the only thing I know is that if uh, you know people my age watch Fox News, so they so they can find out where to buy their uh, uh, their sheets, slippers, and uh, and uh, you know and medic and, and and medical supplements, you know. But uh, other than that, uh, it, it is you know that's actually the beauty of the thing. There is so there are so many places out there that go look. That uh, to me, there are just so many choices, and and choice is what it's about. You know, innovation and agree. Choice is what it's all about. Agree. And uh, but yeah, but, but you know, you know but you know, you, you, you and I must not be too far off age wise because you know I'm a guy also that I didn't think I'd ever do this, but a year plus ago, Robert, I. I cut the Dish Network cord. I was a Dish Network subscriber for almost as long as they had started in Denver, some 25 years. I subscribed to that goofy programming for all those years. I finally got to the point where I'm like, why am I paying for this? I don't watch it enough to justify it. I finally cut it. And I'll be honest, I don't miss it. And I haven't watched a regular, you know, televised program on regular network TV in over a year and a half. It's, 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 it's not important to me anymore. And I don't think I'm the well, only one that's you know, done that. The, re- the regular... You know, big three networks, broadcast networks, are on my on my Xfinity uh, box. But uh, you know, I I watch uh, Br- British mysteries and and things like that. I so I don't know. Uh, and we had a dish, uh, I, not me, but they, they just pulled the dish out of my backyard last week. So um, it uh, that was good for baseball. And I and I don't it. and again we I don't think you and I and you know we're of a generation that really grew up like you said we were the channel changers. We grew up with over the air broadcasts and. And we're not the only ones of our generation doing what I just said. That whole world is changing. So, yeah, I, I really don't have a problem with some of the consolidation because, frankly, if it doesn't happen, they're not going to exist. Right. So, again, uh, back to your original question, I, I think this what you're watching is a market at work. 
the marketplace is at work and and things are changing because of the marketplace not by the way and not mo- most importantly not because some government bureaucrat amen yeah decided we need to do something about this where oh my god we have to jump in and take control uh away from uh you know all this is small d democratic right right people look they choose they change the channel and cuts get made and new shows get get commissioned but the government doesn't decide. And that's that's the beauty of the situation. How do folks uh, find out more about what you guys have going on at the board group? Well, uh, I've spent most of my time these days talking about antitrust. So I'm also the president of the Antitrust Education Project. Okay. Uh, you can find that at antitrusteducationproject.org or antitrustedu on Twitter. Uh, or just, uh, you know, Google my name and the word antitrust. And you'll find lots and lots of things. Awesome. Uh, videos and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, thank you very much. No, you're welcome. Thanks for joining us on short notice. I appreciate it. That's Robert Bork Jr. and appreciate him and his time. And just to you know, dovetail back into what he's talking about on all of that is, uh, folks, trust me, I do feel like, and I've talked about this on some of the other programs I have. I haven't touched on it a lot on Rush to Reason. Andy and I have talked about it a little bit. But this whole cutting the cord and what people are actually viewing. And again, I'm one where I, I would I would tell people, and I know there's some folks out there that still watch regular TV and they still watch commercials and so on. Every now and again, Charlie will even say, did you see such and such commercial about such and such? And literally, I look at him with this blank stare of, no, folks, I, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. I haven't seen a commercial that I've even paid any attention to in well over a year. So if you're somebody that's out there trying to market to an individual like me, you're going to have to do it differently than television because I'm not watching regular TV and I refuse to watch a commercial, period. Even when I had Dish, I didn't watch commercials. I taped or recorded. There's no tape anymore, but I, I recorded on the DVR and then I would skip through on down the road. That's how I handled things. And quite honestly, it's no different today. Only it's worse because I don't even have any type of network TV. I don't have an over-the-air antenna. And I'll be honest, folks, you don't need it. We live in a day and age where, frankly, it's better and easier to get your news in other places than it is from the nightly news commentator. You know, from Kyle Clark, the little communist himself. I, I don't need to get my news from Kyle or anybody else that's on the television set for that matter. Again, I am somebody that is fortunate because of what I do here daily. I have to read a lot of different things that are going on news-wise, and a lot of you send me articles, and Charlie sends me articles, and Ann sends me articles, and my boys send me articles, and so I get things coming into me pretty much every different direction. So in a lot of ways, my news is being fed from me in multiple, multiple ways. My point, though, is I get news from all sources, not one side or the other. I don't read And part of that is even because of listener Joe in Jersey. He sends me all sorts of things from all the liberal sites, Axios and so on, Slate, et cetera, Vox. So I I literally, and I, and I purposely, in fact, there's an article up right now on my, on my laptop screen that I'm looking at right now, the Colorado Sun, which is a publication here in our local area that is 100% liberal driven, not a conservative one on their writing. Why do I read that? You may ask. I want to know what the other side is doing and what they're saying. And it gives me a different perspective. So I I enjoy that part of it, and I do that on purpose. So uh, I think, uh, is that Joe calling in? 
Joe, welcome. What's going on? I got to, I'm, I'm, I'm up against a break, but we got time, so go ahead, sir. Well, real quick, John, you know, even when you hear a news story on TV, you might hear a news story. Today, Republicans, you know, voted against the bill uh, that uh, the Save the Baby Seals Act. Right. You know, that's horrible. Why did they do that? Well, nobody ever tells you, at least the, the network news won't actually tell you why they voted against the bill. And most likely, it's not because they hate baby seals. It's because there was all sorts of junk tacked onto it mm-hmm. that was that's right. terrible. That's right. But you'll only hear the side of the story they want you to hear. That's right. Until you get into it and start reading more about it as to why they voted that way, you'll never know the difference. That's exactly correct. Right. So even when you hear, quote, the story, you only hear half the story. Uh, That's why fact, for me, Joe, it's important. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just because of what I've done here for so long now and the way I collect news. I, I don't listen to anyone. I rarely even will watch you know, YouTube videos and things along those lines. You, you know me. I'm typically reading and looking at what's there. And if I see one particular point of view, I'll go look up at that same article on the other side of the aisle just to make sure that I've got all of the information as much as I can possibly do. I mean, some things are pretty cut and dried, let's face it. There are certain things I don't have to go do that on. But there are others where, yeah, I want to know exactly what was in it and why did so-and-so vote that particular way. Yeah, like the, the burn pit legislation that initially got voted down, and then finally after they made the Democrats fix it, they voted for it. And by the way, we all have what's called confirmation bias. And I'll see stuff, man, you know, that, I, you know, I wouldn't put it past them, but I'm not going to, but I, even I'll go to like the GOP, the conservative sites, and I'll fact check, and I'll find the same sort of exaggeration or half stories. But on the liberal site, John, they are so eager, their confirmation bias is so strong, they'll swallow hook, line, and sinker any piece of propaganda that is that these sites put up, you know, this, the, the Axios and the rest of them. Uh, they ne- I've never seen anybody take the time to fact check. And when I fact check it, they, tell, they, they scream at me, they try to insult me, you're crazy, you're lying. And, you know, you'll give them data from the IRS, from the U.S. Treasury, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, and then they'll tell you, that's fake news, that you're making mm-hmm. that stuff up. You know, that's not, you know, it's just amazing they're self-delusional, uh, and they, they want to believe what they want to believe. In fact, at, there comes a point where facts just don't matter anymore. Well, and the, I do the same thing even when it comes to um, – how do I want to say what this is, Joe? Uh, this was on one of our – I'm not going to say the name of the, the competitor that has this on one of their sites locally, but there's a headline that reads on one of our competitors' radio networks here in town. If you see a napkin – in your car's door handle, call the police immediately. So I go through, I read the entire thing, and basically what it is is there was there was maybe, and again, I've not been able to fact-check to verify this, somebody where they went, they grabbed the door, it had some sort of toxic chemical on it, the the lady ends up getting sick, goes to the ER, and I've seen that, that kind of that story all over, you know, Facebook, social media, other places. I've not verified yet if any of that's even true, yet it's on one of the other quote-unquote mainstream sources today. And frankly, Joe, I, I just I can't tell anybody that that's actually a true story or not because I, I don't know if anybody's ever verified who, who this even happened to and if it even did. And when I see a story like that, John, the first thing I do is I go to Snopes or Truth or Fiction, and, and nine times out of ten, you know, there's also, well, if, you know, if you walk up and see a sticky note on the back windshield, right. beware, you know, right. it's a, you know, if somebody's going to come at while you're reading the note, they're going to attack you from behind. It, it's all hokum or about dialing something backwards on your phone will summon the police or something. It, it's, it's all these urban legends and myths out there. And this one, and th- by the way, this one happens to be 
all over the internet. I mean, it's literally on almost every major news network, New York Post and so on. Uh, this lady was at a birthday party celebrating with her husband. They go to the car. There's a napkin there. She grabs it thinking it was a joke by the husband. She later went back in, washed her hands. But on the way home, she encountered all these different things that were going on health-wise. He had to rush her to the hospital. Luckily, she lived. But, you know, don't don't ever touch a, a car that has a napkin stuck in the door handle is the moral of the story. I, I, Joe, I just, I'm sorry. I'm the ultimate skeptic on these things. I just have a hard time believing that really happened. You and me both. And, John, I know you're going to break. I'll check it on the break, and I'll email you with what I Okay. I'd appreciate that. Joe, thanks, man. I appreciate it very much. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air is up next, folks. And, again, $300 off their Quiet Cool system, which a joke, if he was still with us, could attest to how well that type of system works because it does. It literally is – think of it this way. It air balances the interior air of your home keeping it cooler in the summer, warmer in the winter, and it's $300 off right now. 720-526-0231. Think about what you have at home right now that could be damaged in a surge. The average home is exposed to thousands of electrical surges every day. Protect yourself from a potentially harmful electrical surge with absolute electrical heating and air today. Most of these surges are harmless, but without the proper surge protection, you face permanent damage to major electrical components. Anything plugged in without internal surge protection is at risk, including your refrigerator, furnace, air conditioning, or dishwasher. Safeguard your assets with surge protection installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Newer appliances usually contain computer chips that are more expensive to replace than to protect. At that point, considering the current chip shortage and wait times, you might as well buy the appliance again. Avoid potential loss. Get a whole home surge protector installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Golden Eagle Financial, folks. Al wants to help you with all of your financial plans and what's going on down the road. 303-744-1128 or klzradio.com. A trustworthy advisor who's well-equipped to manage your assets before and after your retirement is essential in ensuring the longevity of your nest egg. Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial has a fiduciary duty to act in your best interests, so he cannot allow his own motives to interfere with the satisfactory fulfillment of that duty. Al knows the stress of planning for retirement and the worry that comes along with the proper allocation of your wealth. Giving you affirmation is one of his top priorities when working with something as valuable as assets that in most cases took a lifetime to accumulate. So when you place a portion of your assets under management with Al Smith, you'll know your money is positioned well. Al Smith makes you feel safeguarded from potential situations that could affect your financial health regardless of your retirement status. Make an appointment with Al Smith now. Visit klzradio.com slash money or call Al Smith at 303-744-1128. That's 303-744-1128. All right. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. As I said earlier, they're looking for help, but they also want to take care of all of your plumbing needs as well, whether it be the freshwater side or the other side of it. They can help you with all of that. And again, Hi-Fi Plumbing, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Your main drain, a.k.a. your sewer, is crucial to your well-being and the state of your home. And when your main drain line is out of commission, the timely and quality completion of the work becomes your top concern. That's why you can't just trust anyone with a project so important. High Five Plumbing makes effort to prove that you can trust them. 
Their service techs go through three different trainings in a week, one general, one technical, and one service-based. They ensure their techs for your peace of mind. When you need to replace your sewer line, making the decision of what company to go with is high stakes. High Five Plumbing puts their principles in action, showing you reasons to trust them instead of telling. Don't wait until your drains are backed up, you smell sewage, or your home is damaged by leaking pipes. Call High Five Plumbing, 877-934-4445 or 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. Join 560 KLZ and singer Matt Hammett from Sanctus Real at our free Lux for Life fundraising event on September 15th at 6.30 p.m. at Mike Ward McLaren in Highlands Ranch. Tour our mobile medical unit and learn about the life-saving work of Save the Storks. You'll enjoy gourmet appetizers and a performance by Matt Hammett and get to see amazing McLarens up close. RSVP soon as this free event will fill up fast. Email me at Luke at SaveTheStorks.com to RSVP. That's Luke at SaveTheStorks.com. This isn't Rage Radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And Joe's already researching what we talked about a moment ago, but after doing a little bit of reading through this story of Aaron Mims is the lady's name. And by the way, I'm not doubting that she might have had some sort of a medical issue. Was it because of a napkin in the door handle? I'm highly, highly skeptical. Highly skeptical. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just me. It's my nature. Even after reading through the entire article, is it possible that, you know, keep in mind, she just ate... Is it possible she had some sort of a reaction to even what she just ate at the restaurant? Could it have been she had something that she picked up on her fingers at the restaurant itself? I, you know, honestly, folks, I have no idea. I'm, I'm not a doctor. The doctors did say that it's, it's likely that she was, you know, had some sort of acute poisoning from an unknown substance. But again, was it the napkin stuffed in the door or was it something else she picked up in the restaurant or again folks was it a few was it a food situation i i don't know I, I, i'm not a doctor but i'm a car guy and i will tell you that the majority of these what i call scary things that people talk about when it comes to your you know getting in and out of your car i i find i find very um unbelievable in most cases now, should you always pay attention to what's going on around your vehicle? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, as in, is there something unusual about it? Did somebody put a piece of tape someplace? Is there a note left on the, on the windshield? Blah, blah, blah. And you have heard all these stories where, you know, if there's a note on the windshield, don't grab it, don't look at it. That's just a way of somebody, you know, making sure that you go to lean across the windshield to grab it. And when they do, they're going to attack you from behind. Well, okay. If it's a well-lit area and you're able to see everything around you and there's no one nearby and you grab the note off, I don't think anybody's going to attack you. Now, if you're parked in an area where it's dark and it's not well-lit, first of all, why are you? But if you are, okay, yeah, I, I probably would just climb in the car and leave before I did anything else. That's a different situation. 
But typically, we're all parking in areas that are very well lit, very well traveled. I get it. There are times where, you know, especially some single ladies could be, you know, parking in areas that it's a little bit more dicey. Charlie, can you grab that? A little more dicey and so on. I get that. But not always. But, again, I don't. I'm, I'm just, I'm very skeptical of all of these things when it comes to, you know, vehicles and what can happen when you're getting in one. Dan and Blackhawk, what's going on? Hey, remember a few years ago they were talking about hypodermic needles on gas pump? Oh, yeah. You remember that? Oh, yes. And, I mean, just looking at a gas pump handle, I'm like, where How? would they hide? A yeah, hide where are you going to duct tape right. that thing to, and who's not going to see the duct tape, Dan? Exactly, and then they also had ones about the ATM machines and how people put a card reader uh, in an ATM machine to get your card your card info so they can, you know, uh, siphon off funds from your from your bank account. Yeah, now there are you know really quick and on that one because I, I have seen this one and they do put these things on uh, not necessarily ATMs but they'll do it on gas pumps. They put skimmers on what they call skimmers that you know it, it actually overlays. That's why you got to really be careful and look at the pump and make sure it hasn't been tampered with and doesn't look weird because yeah they can put a skimmer on top of the credit card reader for the pump itself and they're gain, they're gaining your info that way. But that's right. a whole different world, Dan, than what you're talking about. But that is, but that is what, what you were just talking about. That is being uh, cognizant of your surroundings. Right. Does a pump look messed with? Is it loose? When you go to put your card in, I mean, a lot of times, Dan, I'll even grab the, you know, where the card slides in. I grab it, make sure it's not loose or weird, especially if it looks like it's been kind of messed with. Yeah, double check it before you stick your card in there. And there's also Google, quite a few years ago, they did it, and you're probably aware of it since your businesses are probably on the Internet. You had to, to verify that your website was secure. Right, and I was looking at purchase, uh, potentially purchasing, purchasing uh, something off the internet, and I still have, you know, you look up in that message bar, and it was an unsecured website, and I'm like, what? I'm like, what are you guys doing? It's like, did you not get the message from Google? You're definitely not going to purchase website? anything off of an unsecure no. site. Now, I'll be honest, no. Dan. When it comes to just inform- information sites, and most of those are secure as well, but if it's just an information site and they're not gathering any information. And it's just a yeah. readable site. I could care less, frankly. That's just me. Yeah. And did you get my article on TikTok today? I did. And what I sent you back, and I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to talk about that today anyways. And, and and while, yes, there's a lot of, you know, Joe Rogan did a big deal. I was going to talk about this last week. I didn't get a chance to. So Joe Rogan went wild on TikTok the other day. And no offense, Joe Rogan knows about uh, much about IT as, as uh, I know about uh, professional boxing. Not much, Dan. And the reality is, you know, I like Joe. I think he's a good guy, but I think sometimes he gets very passionate about things he knows nothing about. And this is one of those areas he knows nothing about. He's going off on, you know, TikTok does this, TikTok does that. And yes, they do. But what he's forgetting, so does everyone else. The reality is the same things TikTok is gathering, almost every other app, including Google, YouTube, and so on, is doing the exact same thing. And so, you, you know, I, I do taxes, and I have some clients that are like, they don't want to do anything over the Internet with my portal or any of that. Sure. They don't want their information out there. However, so you can do... With and and real quick, Dan, the, these are, and this is the, I would also explain this to some people at times, and I know you have to be very delicate when you do this, but what I've found in the past, these are the same individuals that have no problem handing their credit card to a waiter, and, and the waiter right. leaves. 
Right. So it's like, wait a minute, time out. You, you don't want to put your information into my secure website, my portal that I know for sure is secure, but you'll hand your credit card to a guy for a $15 bill at the table that you have no idea where he's going with that card while he's gone. Yeah. So the, <laughs> the thing that I was going to say is, so the people that electronically sign the return is through Form 8879. Uh-huh. Um, the, the IRS requires a verification, and they ask you a series of questions. And they have information. So, I, of course, I've electronically signed, I think, once or twice. Um, I, I just sign it electronically with a signature pad. But um, I've been with some of my clients when they've, when they've signed their forms. And I'm like, they've got information on my taxpayers, that, that, on my clients, that I'm like, date back 20, 30, 40 years ago. Right. And I'm like... So you're all worried about the government getting information from you, but yet they have information. <laughs> yet they already have it. Yeah, and thank you. I mean, again, am I, you know, am I a lover of the fact that you know the Chinese own TikTok? Of course not. Am I a fa- am I a lover though of the fact that Zuckerberg owns Facebook? No, I don't like that any better. I mean, Dan, the reality is I don't trust Zuckerberg any more than I trust the Chinese. As far as I'm concerned, they're on the same dang team. So we've got all these people running around talking about how bad TikTok is, but yet they'll go put all their crap in life on, on social media on Facebook. Tell me, there's any difference there? They're, they right. They just gather information on you, and the thing is, is um, oh, that that brought that up. You know, the FBI. <laughs> we talked about them raiding Trump and everything. Yes. And these school shootings, um, they get information on these individuals, and they do nothing with them. I know. And I'm just wondering. It, it's like, okay, so what? What's the purpose of the FBI? I mean, if if. They're a political. They're used by a political. Uh, you know, right now they're a political tool that's used by one political party against the other. Is what they're really doing right now, Dan. That's that's well, the that's the role of the FBI. These, and I hate to say this, and I don't. I, I I hope this is not the case, but I'm wondering if they're letting these school shootings happen so that they can push through their their uh, agenda of gun control. I I may be wrong, and that may be a conspiracy, but. You know, the the more school shootings we have, it's like it gets plastered all over the, uh, you know, news. And people are like, well, yeah, we need to control guns because then we can stop school shootings. And I'm not so certain if, if the FBI is just in, in part of the government isn't just letting these things happen. Knowing that well, it, I, I've said this, and I'll go on record as saying this. The last one in Uvalde, as many uh-huh. missteps as there was by all law enforcement agencies there, and we've interviewed multiple people talking about the fact there were, you know, bystanders there. There was a guy across the street that was more than willing to engage the intrude, you know, engage that shooter, willing to go in the building and engage him, and yet was called off by the police. Dan, there are so many missteps there that you got to start wondering what was the ultimate motive. Well, they had they had to hold back one of the uh, the sheriffs or whatever whose wife was in the building. Right. He was going to go in there. He didn't care. His wife was in the building. And they actually had to, uh, this is what I heard. I'm not sure if it's true, but they had to restrain him. Right. No, I, I, I read that same thing. I, 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 yeah, I, I think you're correct on that. So, so, again, you know, you look through all of that. And, again, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to, you know, drum anything up, drum, start any conspiracies or anything on those lines. But, you know, at common sense, when you read through 
and evaluate all the different things that happened and how many things went wrong. Not just one thing, but over and over and over again, Dan, knowing that all of the different school shootings and the, the fact that a lot of these responders have been through those trainings and the things that have happened from, you know, here in Colorado and beyond, the reality is I just can't believe there were that many missteps. I'm sorry. I, in my brain, I have a hard time wrapping my head around that one. Right. And I don't, and it's, I, I, right, you can't say conspiracy, but at the same time, and, and you have to understand that emotions are elevated and everything, but at the same time, you but gotta, you wait 30 you minutes? Pull, pull, you, gotta, you wait 30 you minutes gotta, to go yeah, engage gotta, the shooter, Dan? 30 you, minutes. You gotta, not three minutes, 30 yeah. minutes to engage the guy. What is you wrong with that picture? School, you, you got a school full of kids. Exactly. Kids. I mean, my, my feeling, Dan, is 10 minutes would be too much. Five is too much. There's a guy in there actively shooting. You've got officers on scene, and they're not in there going after the guy? What is wrong with that picture? And by the way, I haven't interviewed a single expert yet that would disagree with me on that, Dan. I mean, you start in one part of the building, and you all there's tactics and training that you would do in order so that you don't end up shooting each other and a way of, of getting to the shooter so that you can take the shooter out. Or, yeah, yeah or, these guys or, are supposed you know. to be trained in that type of quote-unquote warfare where they know exactly what they need to go in. They've got bulletproof vests on. These guys, you know, these guys are gunned up. They're ready to go. There's no reason to not let them loose the minute they arrive. None. Zero. Right, right. Waiting 30 like, minutes remember- for somebody's approval to go do it? I mean, Dan, it may not be a, cons- you know, I'm not saying there's anything here going on, and I'm not calling it a conspiracy, or I'm not trying to start one. But that's how they get started. If they're thinking that this is the way to avoid it, it's not. Right. And then think about over in, like, Afghanistan and, and stuff when, before Trump got into office. They had to call in, uh, the military had to call in if they were going to hit a target, and then it had to go through some Correct. bureaucratic. And then, and then by the time they got approval to engage the target, the target had already moved. Right. Dumb. You know, I think what, what what Trump did is like release them, like go go take care of the enemy. Go get, get go get get, yeah, go handle business. That's right. That's and right. remember, they dropped that that uh, big bomb there at the beginning of Trump's um, term back in 2016, and they it was um, they call it a mother of all bombs. But right. That's not the, the it's a massive ordinance or something or another, but it's it's called uh, mother of all bombs. Right. The mob. The mob, and so, um, and then of course all the people are saying, well, it was a camp that nobody was in or whatever, and I'm like, well, after the bomb hit, there probably was nobody in there, so, right? Right. Because it just it just been obliterated. They wanted to, yeah, they wanted to downplay it, but after that, remember when Obama was in office, the, the ISIS was just running rampant over there, and once well, Trump got into office, you that, know that, that that's right. All subsided. That's right. That's right. And because he released his generals to do what they needed to do to get the job accomplished. Instead of having them call in, well, we got a target. Okay, well, now we got to call Washington right. or whatever it was. Right. No, nope, good point. And same thing with the school shooting. So. Good point. No, anyway. good stuff. Dan, appreciate it, as always. Appreciate your call, your loyalty. Thank you very much. I do appreciate it. Extreme Auto Repair is coming up next. They want to take care of your vehicle. Cooper Tires at Cost. We talked to Sean last week, Friday, actually, on that. They've got good selection, good inventory right now, so get in while you can. 303-841-1071. Go with your gut. You know when an estimate from a mechanic doesn't feel right. 
Maybe they're telling you to fix a bunch of stuff you didn't even know was broken. Maybe their prices seem surprisingly high. The team at Extreme Auto Repair in Parker will give you a second opinion for free so you know what's reasonable and what's not. They can typically beat the prices of their competitors, but they won't hold it against you if you decide to go back to the first guy. Either way, you have the peace of mind. The team at Extreme Auto Repair wants to keep you safe and help your vehicle last longer, but they never want to pressure you into repairs that you don't really need. So with every estimate, the team at Extreme Auto Repair will give you a priority list, showing you all of your recommended maintenance items in order, from most to least important. That way, you decide what you want to take care of now and what can wait until later. Free second opinions at klzradio.com extreme. Promises kept. Kevin Flesh, all of your legal needs, a one-stop shopping. F-L-E-S-C-H, it's fleshlawfirm.com. Put this number on your phone, 303-806-8886. Get relief from Flesh and Back. You just got in an accident, so you call the police. You make sure you get a thorough record of the scene. Then after the initial adrenaline wears off, your mind starts to swirl with all the things you need to do. Insurance claims, car repairs, doctor visits, medical bills, on top of the physical pain you're in. Flesh and Beck will give you relief from the financial stress so that you can focus on healing. Call Flesh and Beck immediately after your accident for a free consultation. Then you can rest while they talk to your insurance company. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh will relieve your burden of financial worries. All you need to do is call him right now. 303-806-8886. Call Kevin Flesh immediately after your accident and get relief from the financial stress of an injury. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. KNR Home Transitions, you heard Kurt say earlier, there's still some good buys and some great first-time home buyer programs for the mortgage side of it. Find out what KNR can do for you in buying a home the first time. KNRHomeTransitions.com, 720-437-8210. Renting is not an investment. Catherine and Robin, co-founders of K&R Home Transitions, want you to focus on building your wealth through a home purchase. By continuing to rent from others, you're robbing yourself of an investment that gives you potential to grow your wealth. Equity is capital in your home, and you can build that equity up over time. You want to increase your financial worth, so why not also do that with your home, too? With help from K&R Home Transitions, you can learn how to climb the property ladder to turn a profit. Once you're invested, you can use your equity to keep moving upward with help from Catherine and Robin at K&R Home Transitions. Get ideas that build the financial momentum of your home investment with experts like Catherine and Robin. So... Kick off your journey and start building your wealth wisely with K&R Home Transitions. Visit klzradio.com slash home to invest in your home. All right. Speaking of your home and the investment in it, make sure your windows and doors are top-notch. You'll save money uh, because you'll have a a more comfortable home to live in and save energy at the same time. And Dave can help you with all of that. 303-529-0720. When you first heard about Veteran Windows and Doors, you were excited about their company culture. Finally, a company that treats you like a real person, that doesn't employ pushy sales reps or the use of high-pressure sales tactics. You've worked with the big national companies that focus on making the most sales and getting their products installed as quickly as possible. And you knew, after just one experience, that Veteran Windows and Doors isn't concerned with being the most profitable window and door company. 
everything they did came back to their sincere intention to add value, comfort, and energy efficiency to your home through products and installation that they stand behind. Don't pay twice as much with a national brand, only to get a limited warranty. Pay an honest price and know your investment is covered for as long as you live in the home. Contact Veteran Windows and Doors at kldradio.com slash windows today or call 303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720. The good news for seniors on Medicare is that you have more options today than ever before. The challenge is that all of these new options can be very confusing and making the wrong choice can cost you thousands of dollars more out of your pocket. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance and his team of Medicare specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. Putting reason into your afternoon drive, this is John Rush. All right, folks, covered a lot of ground today, as we always do. If you miss any of this program at all, you can always go back and listen to it on the website, RushToReason.com. But sort of closing things out, we were talking with Joe earlier about some of these, I don't know, Charlie, whether you call them urban myths or, or different things that people get scared of. I read a, you know article talking about you know a napkin on a door handle and that potentially infected somebody and poisoned them and so on. And no folks, I'm not going to lose any sleep walking out to the parking lot tonight to get my car. And I'm not going to look around to see if anybody stuck anything on it. Yes. I mean, if there's something there, I'll pay attention to it, but um, I'm not too worried about it. It's sort of like not that long ago because the internet really isn't that old. It's, you know, some what 30 years old or so. So, I mean, it's old, but it's not like been around forever like a lot of us old guys have been. And there was a time, not that long ago, when organ harvesting was the other thing that was rolling around. Everybody worried you know, about getting kidnapped and waking up in a bathtub with, you know, hooked up to all of this stuff and having all of your organs gone. Not all of them, but, you know, key organs. I, I don't know if any of that was even true. I think a lot of this stuff gets pushed around the internet and it gets recirculated, recirculated, recirculated to the point that folks get so scared, they're hard to go do any, you know, they're, they're afraid to go do anything. And all I will say is investigate all of those things closely. And I'm the ultimate skeptic on a lot of these things. I mean, does it mean that you can't have any type of issues while walking to the parking lot to get your car? I'm not saying that. I know people have been kidnapped and things have happened and so on. And and I understand that. But I think the biggest thing that in the biggest recommendation I would have is be aware of your surroundings. Don't have your hands full to where they're not free to fend somebody off. Um, If you're packing, great, even better. Some people do conceal carry. It just depends on, on your surroundings, where you're at and so on. I think at times we all feel like we live in a much more dangerous place than frankly we do. I think at times the left even wants us to feel like we live in a place that's not as safe as it once was. Now, is crime up across the country with the Democrats in office? Yes, no doubt about it. Especially inner city crime, definitely up. Is other crime up in Colorado? Yeah, car, car thieves, you know, car thievery is up. Stolen cars is up. We're the number one state for stolen cars. Catalytic converters, yeah, be careful where you park. 
But again, what did I just say? Be careful where you park. I'm still amazed. I walk around. We've got a neighborhood across the street from where I live, and because I don't live in a neighborhood, but there's a neighborhood across the street. So I go walk around a neighborhood across the street, and it still amazes me how many people park on the street. I, I, I get maybe they have more than, you know, they got a two- or three-car garage, and maybe they have more than two cars or three cars, so then one of them has to get parked on the street. And I, I guess I understand if they have four cars and a three-car garage, one goes on the street. But I'm always thinking to myself, do you not understand that by parking on the street, you're the most susceptible to have something happen? There's something about a car in the street versus in your driveway. Not saying thieves won't steal something out of the driveway, because they will, but it's even more vulnerable out on the street. And I understand not everybody can park in the garage. I also understand a lot of people can't park in the garage because they have too much crap. Yeah, I just said that. You can't park in your garage because you got too much stuff. So offload some of your stuff, which leads me into another quick article. I was reading today that thrift stores in Colorado are seeing lots of things in them that maybe they once hadn't, and people are shopping there that maybe once wouldn't have. What one, you know, what, what one person's trash is another person's treasure. Point being, if your garage or your closet or the inside of your home is full of stuff that you're no longer using and you think somebody else would benefit from, find a really good organization to donate that to. Like, for example, Salvation Army or The Ark here in town. I'm not a, I'm not a big Goodwill supporter, by the way, because that's a... A, a pro- very profitable business for the guy that owns it, by the way. It's not as nonprofit as most people think. It's not nonprofit at all, actually. It's a not-for-profit, but it's not nonprofit. And the dude running it makes a boatload of money. So I would suggest you give that to other people that might be able to use some of those items, local churches, things like that, use clothing, a lot of those things where you run around the house and think, man, yeah, I'd like to park in the garage this winter. Okay, great. Clean out your garage and do so. Make that a goal. We've got a, got a couple of months left of good weather where you could actually do that as you head into the winter months. All right, that's it for tonight. I'll be back tomorrow with Andy, so have a great night. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.